Have you ever bought a doll, ring, or perhaps a box, only to take it home and discover that it was possessed by a spirit or demon? Or perhaps your haunted item purchase came with a few less ghosts than advertised. Well, let's figure out what to do next. Hello and welcome to the Hocus Pocus pod, the show where we explore the strange and unusual. Really? We're just two idiots poking stuff we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as, why would a spirit want to inhabit a toy? Can spirits pretend to be children? And how can you be sure you're buying an authentic spirit at discount prices? I'm Erica. I'm Emily. And let's go boogan hunting. <laughs> it's like bargain hunting. <laughs> but a ghost. <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about possessed items, not just dolls, items in general. Yeah, because they're, they're prevalent and I, I feel like pretty popular at the moment. They are. Like, I think one thing we wanted to do for this was that I kind of know a bit about possessed items and you wanted to have a look at what's out there. Went and had a look at eBay. I did. I did a lot of internet scouring for people selling ghosts, essentially. <laughs> Not just ghosts, haunted, enchanted items, um, kind of dabbled in witchcraft, joined a Facebook page. It was a lot of fun. It's like the black market of the occult. It is, except <laughs> it's like a very public and, like, licensed market. It's like hop on eBay and buy a, a spirit of a dead Victorian child. Oh, my God. And, like, the other thing is that how do you know if it's legit? Like, what are you really buying there? Well, I have a lot of questions, a lot of questions, and not just as a skeptic but also mm -hmm. just as someone who has done online shopping in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a huge amount of questions and queries as to... Just how I, – okay, I think in order to sort of proceed with this conversation, we need to wrap our heads around mm -hmm. what is inanimate object possession. Right. So which kind of leads us into uh, a great book I have read that talks about – it's called The Demonologists and it's about Ed and Lorraine Warren who are two very famous demonologists that did a lot of work in America. Yeah, so, I am sure many other people are familiar with them yes, through <laughs> the, conjuring, the Conjuring series. Which I have a lot of opinions on um, because it's so fantastical, a lot of the events in it where people are just being thrown against walls left and right. Yes. Now, I feel like this is interesting because you're kind of coming and going The Conjuring is a little bit too mm -hmm. fantasy for you, but... We did lean heavily on Insidious last episode. I know, but you and know I what? would have put them at the same level for me. But you're saying Insidious kind of has a lot more respectability. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, is it? You know what? <laughs> Just deal with it, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's say, let's say Insidious, more accurate, Conjuring, less accurate, even though I would say The Conjuring is probably a better movie. Interesting. That but might be why, because if they went, let's just go I nuts. I think, I guess for me, though, it's probably because The Conjuring is based on two real people yeah. who want Lorraine uh, Warren was a experienced clairvoyant and a medium, mm -hmm. and Ed was a demonologist, kind of grew up in a haunted house, did a lot of, like, he's done a lot of studies, and he was very, is, sorry, they, they are now long gone. Yes, and I, I, I suppose you're right. Even if even if you don't necessarily believe in the events of The Conjuring, the fact mm -hmm. that it is based on real people yeah. does kind of 
I think, indebted to the truth yeah. more than something like Insidious would. Yeah, and a lot of people would know about the Amityville horror as well, but the most famous one would be the Annabelle doll, which actually exists, So, and that is in the Conjuring Universe franchise. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a real doll. It's a real doll out It's there. a real doll. It's not a scary mannequin doll that's in the films, It and it still exists, so it's in a, like, basically a bulletproof case. Yeah, it's in a museum, uh, It's in a locked it? case in the Ed and Lorraine Warren Occult Museum. And just give just give it a little Google if you're not familiar, mm. because if you haven't seen the films, um, mm. a cursory Google will, will tell you all about Annabelle and her history as a famously possessed doll. Yeah. Yeah, because this doll, this dates back to 1968 where this story starts, Mm -hmm. which is these two nurses called Deidre and Lara. Uh, They received, Deidre received the doll from her mother as a gift for her birthday. And they both noticed that some weird things started happening in their flat. The doll, they'd come home and the doll had been moved places. Its legs were crossed. It was kneeling, even though the doll actually could not kneel by itself. It was just... Oh, yeah. so like the legs had twist, like like broken essentially. Well, it was kind of like a... It's a Raggedy Ann doll. Floppy. So it's got like, yeah, floppy arms. Um, but they also found it with notes next to it. In parchment of, written in pencil was just notes as if it was from a child. And the weirdest thing was that they didn't have any parchment in the house or pencils. So that it was like, where did this come from? Fuck. And they would come home. There was another time where it had three drops of blood on it. Where did the blood come from? Yeah. Things would levitate. Like just strange things happened. So what they did was that they brought a medium in thinking, hey, this is a psychic. This is a way to find out what spirit we yeah, have in the house. Yeah, I that's, think that's what a lot of people would do. A lot of people would think it's like some kind of human spirit that's playing with the doll yeah. or something. Um, and... Fortunately, unfortunately, they got a little bit tricked. By the spirit? The spirit used the psychic as an instrument and made up this story about um, this little girl called Annabelle Higgins that died in the house and could she please stay and just, like, live in the doll, please? Mm-hmm. Like, this is her only way to be happy. Which, which in my cursory, like, looking, that's a lot of the stories with these haunted dolls yeah. online. It's It's this spirit loves this doll and wants to stay in a house X, Y, Z, do you fit the bill? It's like an, sort of an ad saying. Yeah, that's all lies. Oh, wait, all of them? <laughs> that's all lies. Human spirits do not possess dolls. They do not live Whoa, in dolls. Oh, you've just chucked a giant spanner into my understanding <laughs> of haunted objects. Are they not ghosts? No. Human spirits do not attach themselves. They don't have, okay, they can't bring on the phenomena of this nature and intensity to do that. That is not a human spirit. Okay, so my next question is, what is it? An inhuman spirit. So that right, is when well. you get into the demonic kind because they're very, they they have that nickname, they're the father of lies. Like they make up stories. So they made up with Annabelle, they made up this story about this little girl so that they got the two nurses to give permission for it to control the doll and to infest their lives. So it was... You know, because infestation is that first phase. Possession is like the end goal. Oh, shit. Okay. So but infestation is when the the demon has... Is allowed to be... You give it permission. Give it permission to be in your life, which okay. is what they... Because what they did was they gave the doll a lot of recognition. They gave it a name. You know, they um, talked about it all the time. They thought it was cute and they were curious about it. Mm-hmm. So it was letting the spirit in. 
And so after they, um, after the medium, then the activity started getting worse. And the Lara's fiance, Cal, did not like what was going on, thought it was really weird, thought there was something. Smart man. Yes. You would hope that you'd catch on to that. Although I guess they were very empathetic. We're like, oh, like a little girl. Oh, we just want to make her happy. He was just like, fuck that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and the spirit could pick up. He didn't like that. <gasps> and, you know, made a lot of ruckus. He comes into the room. There's nothing there. And he says, I felt something behind me. He turns around and is like slashed <gasps> by something invisible and he has claw marks over his chest. And like you can't explain that. What the fuck? And they disappeared within three days. Okay. So there's a bit of a number system yeah, happening that here. That three. Add up. Oh, three, three, three. Times it by two. Six, six, six. Number <laughs> of the devil. Is this anything? Three is a significant number in the... Um, Demonology? Demonology? In demonology, three is a significant number because um, it's to do with religion. And so because in a lot of demonology, it's they're poking fun at God because they're trying, they're anti- They don't like him, yeah. God, yeah. It's the enemy. Depends how far you want to go down that, but that's kind of the thing is that if you hear something in threes, it's not great. And well, and that's a staple not just in demonology, but in- in life, like things start come in threes, like it's a common liter- literary and media trope. It's yeah. I mean, everyone's heard the expression, you know, good things come in threes, bad things come in threes. That's true. It's, Actually, it's I do believe in that. Yeah, prevalent. Sort it's of true. Idea across, I would say, almost every facet of That's life. That's true. I think maybe uh, the demons have just caught on to that. <laughs> they're, they're in with the crowd. They're in. They're, they're in with the with crowd. What's they're on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> they know what's happening. They're checking their news apps. Oh my gosh! Um, does, does this mean then that this is demons are and and this might be a topic mm-hmm. for another podcast? Demons are innately a Christian thing. Yes, but it does get into religion quite a bit. I'm not real a super religious person, so it definitely makes me go, okay, well, what do I actually believe in then? If I believe in demons, doesn't yeah, that mean I believe in God? Mean, and does that mean you have to believe in angels? You have to believe in heaven and hell, like the whole yeah. shebang. And I then if we go down that road, I, Emily's going to have an existential crisis All on right, the podcast. So we'll put a little pin in that and we'll get back to <laughs> theology and demons. Let's just assume for the moment that when we talk about demons... We're talking about the the evil entity. Yeah. Whether or not that's Christianity, we can yep. kind of put aside for another debate. Yes. Yes. Okay. Evil entities. Evil non-human demons. entities. Yep. Yep. Like Got it. unborn entities, not human. And this is what is in all the haunted dolls and haunted objects. Yeah. So basically what happened next is that Ed and Lorraine Warren came in and asked them a whole bunch of questions because they don't automatically. That's the thing is that these people never went never automatically jump to, oh, you've got a demon in your house. They sit down and they ask a whole bunch of questions. So then they told them, yep, Annabelle was made up. <laughs> like, What a twist. <laughs> what a twist to the story. <laughs> what a twist. I, I've seen the Annabelle movies and like I'm way more invested in yeah. like this retelling yeah. here yeah. than I was in any of those flicks. But they yeah, told them that in order for – a demonic presence to interfere with your life, they have to have permission to do so, which they did give them permission to do so. Mm. And, you know, because the nurses were like, oh, well, we'll just throw the doll out. And it's like, at this point, unfortunately, you have introduced this to your life. So it's not so much, it is attached to the doll, 
mm-hmm. but it's not living in the doll. Like it's not the doll is not alive. The doll's like a conduit. It is like a little puppet like type thing that I it gotcha. just it uses. But it's not gonna make the doll come alive at night and choke you like Chucky or some crap. Okay. So it's it's like it's like the doll's a glove that the demon yes. is wearing. Yeah, you know, like it threw it threw it around the room so that Cal would come in and then it could, you know, scare him and try and harm him. And so once you've strong. given permission to a, an entity, yes, can you rescind it? Can you say, I revoke your your access? So within this, all you can do is an exorcism. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Which is what I'm, happened next. I was spooked and now I'm kind of careened back around to excited now. <laughs> That's when a priest comes in. I love it. They read uh, long pages of things that I don't really know a lot about, but it works apparently. But even after exorcism, entities can still be attached to the dolls. Oh, wait. So it's it's like a not 100% guarantee? It just because entities attach themselves to people. So they said to Deidre and Lara, the doll is not possessed. Spirits don't possess things. Spirits possess people. The spirit moved the doll around and gave the illusion of it being alive. Okay. So it's the people that they're after. They can't do anything. Then They can't do a lot of harm with a doll. So like, then is the exorcism like severing that connection between the demon and the person, but the demon's yeah. still hanging around? Yeah. And could potentially I think reattach? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you wouldn't really want to keep the doll in your house still because it's probably still a demon yeah, attached not to only, that. And also that's probably got some pretty bad memories and yeah. associations with it. Poor Raggedy Ann. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so spirits can still attach themselves to the dolls. So Lorraine said when profane objects like the Annabelle doll, they have their own aura. Mm-hmm. So when you touch them, your human aura mingles with theirs and this change immediately attracts spirits. It's almost like setting off a fire alarm. So no one wanted to touch it. That's why she's in the bulletproof case. <laughs> it's probably case not bulletproof. <laughs> guns. Yes. But apparently um, I think once a month they still do this, I think, like a priest comes in with holy water and goes holy around and blesses moly. the place. It's a it's uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren's occult museum. I can't remember where in America it is, but unfortunately it closed when Lorraine passed away in 2019. Oh, no. So <gasps> it's permanently closed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you can hire a video tour? Ugh. Of it's not it. the same, is it? The occult museum is like at the end of a very narrow road, so it's also like a This is not really related to be honest, but yeah, you can't visit it anymore. Unfortunately. Okay, so, so if yeah, this whole thing... Do you have questions? I have <laughs> so many questions because... All right, let's just... Okay, once looking at haunted objects, and this is the thing, it's not actually that often dolls. Mm. A lot of the big thing is spirit boxes. There's people who claim mm-hmm. that they have, like, somehow got a spirit in a box and mm-hmm. they're willing to ship it to you. Yeah. Okay, so let's just assume that these are all genuine. Yeah. Right, which is obviously a big leap. Yeah. But if they are all genuine and they're all really demons because they're not spirits... Yeah. Would it work if I have a spirit in a box and then I, like, sell it for 50 bucks and ship it off to Argentina? Is is the demon going to be shipped off to Argentina? <laughs> like, is this going to work? I'm going to say probably not. Yeah. Because I feel like that is a big stretch because that's a long time and space for that item to go to. Because it's like originally 
where did this spirit come from? Like when the, let's say with Annabelle, when the doll was introduced, who's to say that the spirit wasn't already hanging around these people? And it just was like, yes, a doll, let's go for it. Exactly. Now it's it's also quite common if you look on these people selling these haunted items that they'll say, once you purchase it, I'll like attune the spirit to you before shipment. Or they'll what? say, yeah, they'll say like, I'll I'll bond you with the spirit. Give me your like full name and et cetera, et cetera. So that like the ghostly activities can start immediately rather than when you receive the package in two weeks. Like this is what I'm saying. This is so, so far-fetched and so that like, is, not, this is not how ghosts or demons work. I mean, surely. that also just sounds really dangerous and it kind of sounds like some kind of dark witchcrafty a lot of it is type a stuff. lot of it is wiccan and, and witchy yeah okay um not not dark the majority of it is is people looking to rehome sad spirits oh I, I guess they're demons oh, i just don't believe that sad spirits who what what a human spirit like yeah they're almost th- always human spirits they're tied to location that doesn't make any sense that they would just be in a little box and get yeah. shipped. No, and, and that, no, it doesn't. I mean, I don't know anything. If someone wants to challenge <laughs> this, for sure. Uh, okay, it's not just. This is the thing. There's also a market, a significantly smaller market for the positive spirits, but a market for angry spirits. And who, aside from me, is going online and going, "Yeah, I want to purchase this haunted ghost that the buyer is telling me is aggressive." <laughs> I don't know. Um, and here is one I bought as an example because this just mm-hmm. really thrilled me a lot mm-hmm. on eBay and it's called Haunted Dolls Negative Wait, Barry. Wait, you bought it? Did you no. say? Oh. Unfortunately. <laughs> they're all American and it's like costs like three times as much just to ship it yeah, over here. It's such a scam. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, <laughs> anyway, this is listed as Haunted Dolls Barry and the description is small and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I found Barry at a store. He told me he is a racist man who doesn't like women. He says we are all gold diggers. Since having him here, there has been a tense and heavy feeling in the air. Not sure if he's stressed out due to being with a black woman or if he is this way all the time. That's a risk you will take. <laughs> what? Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. Who is selling this and are they in jail yet? <laughs> why? Why? Okay, why would you? Okay, I have a lot of questions. Number one, if you believe this is a ghost, yeah. why would you buy a racist, sexist ghost? <laughs> Even I'm not interested in that. I guess it's like we've talked about this on previous co- podcasts where it's like people's innate curiosity to find out whether this stuff is real. But, like, why would you go for but that? there are so many nice ghosts available yeah. on the internet. I want why a nice would I go haunted. for the racist, sexist one? I I just... I'd go for a nice one or at least a spooky one who's not, like, a big, like, bigoted, you know? <laughs> Okay, my second question is, if this is then in fact a demon pretending to be a racist, sexist ghost, is that really the best way to trick people into accepting you? (laughs) Surely you would go for, like, like Annabelle, the more sympathetic story. Look, I feel like there's probably, like people, there's different types of demons. I feel like some are just like, oh, yes. (laughs) Some are, yeah, some are bad. This would be a funny movie, actually. It's just like some demons are bad at their job of being demons. Um, And I guess, look, now I'm going to like contradict myself, but I guess if there is a demonic slash evil entity attached to an item, technically speaking, yes, you could ship it somewhere. And I guess it would get shipped, perhaps. Is, is the thing it would go with it because that's I guess that's not really something we can understand about how 
things travel through time and space, I suppose. I can't really say that it would or wouldn't, but it's not a human spirit. Okay. Like, now, it, there are a lot of people online also selling, they call them haunted or possessed items. Mm, okay. Claiming that they're not spirits. Right. Claiming that they are, in fact, entities. Yeah. And what I found was claiming that they were selling, I mean, first of all, this was like a mass seller. Right. Like this person had like hundreds of listings of like all sorts of niche things. What are they doing with their free time? Like are they sitting down with a giant spell book reading incantations to conjure up demons one after another and assigning them to these I mean, items? I guess if it's probable. Are they okay? Like, <laughs> But okay, so for an example, one of the items this person is selling mm-hmm. is um, a werewolf testosterone breakthrough ring. And the, the description goes on for pages, but essentially they're saying – they will sell you a werewolf alpha male inducing ring that will increase your testosterone levels and, like, be powered by the full moon and that they have put a angel into this ring and the angel's power will give you power to be manly. I, I, How I, does this slot in with the demon possession? I... I that sounds like a scam to me. That is so far fetched. <laughs> and this is an extreme example, but there's a lot of people selling things like this where they're going, it's angelic energy or it's like a positive energy. Well, I guess if there are items that have evil entities attached to it, I guess there would be items with positive energies. That's not something I've really researched. I guess it could I guess it could be legit. I don't know how you would go about because the thing is, is that when you're trying to conjure up stuff, you're kind of opening a door. It's kind of like when you have a Ouija board, you're opening a door to the unknown. It's just like you've got things flying around all over the place. Anything could come in. So I don't know how you would conjure up something positive. I feel like it's more likely that evil entities will attach themselves. I feel like angels are just around kind of everywhere. But angels in the non-religious sense, like in the opposite. Or do you mean angel angels? I think angel angels. I don't know anything about them, though. But apparently, I, th- I think they're around. I don't know. This is like, yeah, I'm just I talking like out of my butt right now. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if we start to get into theology, we could be going for months. Um, <laughs> it leads to existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. But here is another question. If you have a ghost mm-hmm. or demon mm-hmm. who wants to get in, and possess people and just cause havoc and it thinks that possessing an item is the best way to do this. Yeah. What's behind the thing with creepy dolls? Like why dolls? Why dolls? It's the most common, the most popular. Why? Because children love them. Adults love them. going after kids? Well, I mean, if you've, like, this happens a lot in movies, it's easier for spirits to interact with kids. Yeah, that's true. It's always the That's real. Like, kids are more likely to see ghosts than adults. I don't know why that is. I think they're just, and it's, you know, same as dogs. I think they're just more in tune with Mm -hmm. it. I'm not sure why, Mm -hmm. but probably dolls, that would be why. It's easier to get access to a kid so then the kid can then, you know. They're more gullible and susceptible. I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad. Yeah, to be manipulated and it probably preyed upon the nurses because they're very compassionate. They care. And it was like, all oh, this sad story of the little girl who died in the house, you know. We want to help her. Okay. So your advice then would be to avoid buying ghosts online because it's probably a demon unless it's just an empty box or ring or doll. Look, if you're – okay. 
few things. If you are buying a possessed item slash doll online because you want to find out if ghosts are real or something, that's a yeah, very that's flawed me. way to go about it. Aww. But you can do it. But I would advise that you probably get your hands on some holy water and you befriend a priest. Oh, I mean, like, that's kind of like, I'd love a befriend a priest. I don't know yeah. any priests. Probably befriend a priest who's familiar with exorcisms in case okay, you need this, to call them in the middle of the night. I'd like, if, if, there, if you listening are a priest familiar with exorcisms, I will be your friend. Not just to get my hands on your holy water. I'm talking just to, like, be buddies. That's a cool job. An exorcist. I, I mean, yeah, it is a career I think you can actually go into. It probably doesn't pay well, but no. you could actually do that as a career. I feel like you have to sort of be in the church to Oh do yeah, that. Yeah, you Not would. Not just a freelance yeah. thing. Ed and Lorraine Warren were devout Catholics. That so, makes sense. Um, but if you have bought a doll online and then and it wasn't supposed to be haunted and then you found out it is haunted, Ooh, probably probably don't even. try not to acknowledge it until you can get help. Yes. Okay. So, so if supposing don't touch you it, purchased it, or yes. you just happened upon a uh, doll, yeah, and you have reason to suspect it's haunted, yeah, what do you do? Or that there's an entity attached to it. You try not to acknowledge it. Don't touch it. Don't try and move it. Don't try and play games with it where you're like, okay, what if I put it here and I'll see where it is when I come home? Okay. Like, and don't, yeah, don't talk about it openly. Don't assign it a name. Don't okay. give it permission to be in your life. Okay. If at this point you just need to get rid of it. So, yeah, just get some holy water. Just, okay, you say like, just get some holy water. Of I don't know here. where to get holy water Wow, from. I'm sounding completely bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, so, so I'm supposed to... So if I get a doll and I'm like, holy shit, I think this thing is haunted by a demon or spirit or entity. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it in the living room and not touch mm-hmm. it. I get the holy water. I splash the holy water on it. <laughs> what next? Do I just chuck it out? Uh, no. So at that point you would probably, if, if it's to the point where it's like harming people, you would want an exorcism done and then you'd probably want the priest to take it with them and get them you'd What's want the demon- no it? actually you'd want to get demonologists in i feel like i'm That's not going to be able to do. just kind of get on the horn and find a demonologist though you'd be surprised we have google <laughs> yeah that is true man they, they would exist any demonologists they absolutely life. would yeah i know actually that would be quite interesting to contact a demonologist like they would exist and they would probably take the doll with them okay worst case scenario i would hope anyway you let this demon in affirm it give it a name etc etc what's it gonna do (laughs) well i mean not not great stuff (laughs) it's you know because the thing is is that the activity just builds like you know the the drops of blood yeah and then people will get harmed if there's people coming into the house that don't agree with what's going on and are a threat to the entity in infestating infestating yeah that's a word infesting infesting getting in there if someone comes into the house which is a threat to the infestation period harm will be done like within this within this kind of space these ideas okay and you said that will almost always lead to possession and by that do you mean human possession yeah because that's the goal like for evil entities they want to get in in people 
Yeah, they want to possess people. It's the ultimate way to go against God within this theory, if we uh, are talking if about religion. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you, I don't think you want to be friends with a possessed person. That's not fun. How do you know if they're possessed? Assuming, assuming you didn't know Whoa. them already and there's like God. a dramatic change in personality. But if you go to the coffee shop and your barista's acting a little weirder than usual, <laughs> how do you... I mean, we talked about this a little bit before with the astral projection stuff. Yeah. Ted Bundy. <laughs> what is? What do they want? Once they're in a person, to whether harm it be people. an astral projection ghost or a demon, what do they do? Literally, demons just want to harm people. They want to harm humans. If they can get inside a human and use that human to create so much destruction, then they will. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard to know how many, you know, counts of possession there have been in the history of mankind. Yeah, very Humankind, hard to sorry. <laughs> That's very hard to calculate. And you're right. It's – I can't imagine a possessed person would get up, go to the shops. No. And work their job. No, that doesn't They're seem They're probably like. more likely to stay at home and just cause absolute destruction. Like, I don't yeah. think – I don't know. Maybe they would go out and just, like, murder a whole bunch of people. I really – I, God, knock on wood. I hope not. I'm really out of my depth here. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I feel like I feel like it's a kind of a difficult to quantify topic. Yeah, demon possession and and possessed yeah. artifacts. We're talking about possessed dolls, and now you're like, so how do you tell dolls. if someone's possessed? <laughs> Give and I'm me like, numbers, oh God, figures. I want facts on my desk by nine o'clock. <laughs> Like, okay, so what these people online selling dolls, it's just a scam or they don't know what they've got? Um, look, actually, I would think either it is a scam or they do know, and that is some very dark business right there. That's a bit. They're with the dead, like an ally with the demon. <laughs> Fuck. Well, they're, from, you know, so who were Satanists? Okay, well, like, this is also the thing. You see these listings of dolls, and, you know, it's either racist Barry or it's like <laughs> poor little Julie who died in a house fire when she was nine. I'm selling her for $35. It's like, how do you put a price on a human spirit? Yeah, I know. It's messed up. up. That it's, is, if, if you believe, yeah. if you genuinely believe that what you are selling yeah. is a human spirit, it's absolutely fucked up to charge money for that. And there are people I, I, in this Facebook group I'm in, um, there are people who are just trying to rehome spirits mm-hmm. and they only cover the cost of shipping. But I, I just I just, just feel like this I feel like if you if you it's genuinely not a believe, pet. it's not a pet. It's not like a little gotchi that you can if you genuinely believe you have a human spirit in your possession, yeah. like it's but it's not in your possession because you can't possess a human spirit. Like as as yeah, another human, you can't own. You can't, you can't own a spirit. You can. Why don't a uh, wait? If you really want to help it, why don't you bring in same thing? Bring in a priest to help it move on. Exactly. Find it just feels, the light. Look towards the light, etc. It that feels stuff. yeah. It feels sleazy. Either they're scamming <laughs> people, which is sleazy. Or they're trying to sell a, a human being, which is extra sleazy. Um, and there's a long history of why that is sleazy. It's, yeah, it's, or it's they're icky. just trying to offload their racist friend Barry. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to offload it to people. It is concerning. For money. It's like, yeah, the fact that they're selling it, it's kind of like, that's what makes me think is that it's not real, is that if you're trying to, if if this was a real haunted thing, you'd probably just want to get rid of it as fast as you can. You yeah. wouldn't want to put a price tag on it. 
No. So here's a, here it is for two hundred dollars. It's like you just if you if this thing was actually terrorizing you, you'd want to get rid of it. You'd just donate it or something. Then again, it's probably you're probably not going to get rid of it that easy. It will just teleport itself back to your house. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah, it's a scary world out there. Now, final point from me is I've I've got a few. I like to call them haunted dolls. Um, yes. I've got no evidence for them being haunted. They just kind of have creepy doll vibes about yeah. them at my house. Yeah. I've got quite a collection. So your verdict on are they haunted is is no. No, I don't think so. I don't think your dolls are haunted because you haven't told me, hey, I came home and one of them was sitting on the bed with its legs crossed when That's like true. I've never done that ever with That's it. That's true. Even though it's supposed to be in the cupboard. Hey, like I came home and it was like sitting up on the counter even okay, though so I'd closed so the door. It'd like, be pretty obvious if it was haunted. Yeah. It would be moving around. Yeah, these are the these are the signs, I guess. It's moving around, possibly levitating. That's which is yeah, that's a pretty big sign. That's a uh, that's a. <laughs> if I walked home and my dog was levitating, I would probably believe it. Weird, it weird things materializing. Like what? There was one example in this. Well, the parchment and pencil <gasps> for yes. one. Um, the yeah, the random handwritten note that you know no one else lives in the flat. It's inex- inexplainable. Like no one was playing a joke mm-hmm. on them. Um. It, a random, I think it was like, I don't know, it sounds a bit crazy, but a chocolate bar showed up randomly. <laughs> Maybe someone was just, you know, the Snacking. ghost was was really um, generous. <laughs> <laughs> trying to lure feeling, them with treats. Feeling generous. Oh, I know that I'm trying to possess. Oh, look, here's a chocolate here's bar. Here's a chocolate bar. I felt a bit guilty about it yeah. over the weekend. Psych. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> Claw marks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, things things can materialise that you can't explain where you're like, what? Um, that's probably the main signs. And also, yeah, if you've got people coming over that are definitely big believers and are not all a, not about your doll or item or whatever, and then they leave with claw marks, that's also quite a big... Yeah, these are all pretty big indicators. Or um, apparently Cal started having really terrible nightmares that the doll was coming alive and choking him Fuck. in his sleep. Fuck. Like, I don't know how... This is the thing is that I don't know how entities manifest stuff like that in dreams mm. but I definitely believe that that's real because there's too many stories for it to not be like for me I just think there's too many accounts for it not to be people who have been scared for their life who have no other choice than to call a demonologist and they're like hey this probably sounds insane like, okay so I guess your verdict on on haunted objects is it's a demon don't it's a demon it. trap avoid that's yeah okay. That's scary. Yeah, um, I think my verdict is that's certainly less fun than it's like a dead Victorian child. I don't know why. That actually sounds awful. But <laughs> I, I I think the idea that it's always something sinister is like naturally a bit scary. And I think you raised a valid point before that this this online trade of uh, and human it is spirits booming. it's a popular thing at the moment. Is you said it was sleazy it is it's a little bit sleazy like as much fun as it is to go and like scroll through the descriptions and it is and i do genuinely believe that these people believe Mm -hmm. what they're selling but then if they do believe it Mm. charging a price for a human spirit is fucked up um (laughs) yeah so it's it is even if they do believe what they're selling i think it's it's sleazy yeah and 
again, yeah, there's no guarantee that when this thing gets shipped over that that whatever the entity is, is not just attached to that person. And you're just going to get a really ugly doll that's not alive at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's more or less it. <laughs> but I'd like to end with a quote Please. for all you skeptics out there. Oh, it's Because I've wanted to do an episode about Ed and Lorraine Warren for like quite some time yeah, now. So I've been so excited. I love them. Big fans. I think they did amazing work. So... One of their quotes that I love is, I've never met an atheist in a haunted house. Slash, I've never met a skeptic in a haunted house. Yeah, that's not a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. I know. This has been the Hoke Poke Pod. I'm Emily. And I'm Erica. We'll see you next time. reached the end of the episode um this has been the hoke poke pod thank you so much for listening if you want to find us on socials you'll find us on facebook instagram and you can email us at hokepokepod at gmail.com don't mind the plane going overhead right now yes you can also look, visit our website um hoke poke poke if you just look up the hoke poke pod we pop up Yes. You can find us. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we post links and on any extra information on the website. Yeah, all, you the, can all the episodes are available there, information about mm-hmm. us, and we also post links, yeah, things that we've referenced in the podcast will be on the website. On the website. The website. We do not have a phone number. Do not call us. We don't have a phone. I mean, we do have phone numbers, but they're not for you. We'd like to thank Giamo. For designing our logos. Graphics. He's an amazing artist and he did a really good job. He is. And to Rob, our undying appreciation, he is our editor. Thank you very much. Our ever-suffering editor. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) We love you a lot. And thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy it, please, if you could, like, download the episodes, review them, rate Mm -hmm. them, and most importantly, share them. Yep. Just send the link out there about this spooky little podcast. Tell everyone you know. Everyone. Everyone, you know. (laughs) That is a threat. (laughs) And on that note, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. (laughs) Wow. How did we do that worse than last time? (laughs)